الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاه والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين انعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا ibadat the greatest of all the ibadats of salah that too will not be complete without the recitation of this ayat every one of us has to read it the mufti of the time has to read it the grand mufti of the time has to read it hazrat jamil baghdadi rahmatullah alayhi to read it and baizid bustami rahmatullah alayhi to read it hazrat junaidul qadir jilani rahmatullah alayhi to read it and all the sahaba had to read it and even nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam read it allah taala made this something necessary for everyone to recite and without the recitation of this dua which is part of surah al-fatiha our salah will be complete the salah is not complete and the main and first ibadat that the person is going to be question about on the day of qiyamah that will be deficiency So we understand from this the greatness of this du'a, the greatness of asking Allah Taala what is contained in these few words, and what is contained in these few words is that in the nasrat al-mustaqim, Allah guide us to the straight path, guide us to the straight path. <coughs> what is the straight path? straight path is that path wherein there is no deviation anywhere there's no disruption anywhere there's no bends and turns it's a path that goes totally straight there's no detours anywhere and it takes a person directly to his destination that is a straight path and if something then detour somewhere deviate somewhere that can't be straight something without any turns and bends goes directly straight to the destination <coughs> and the straight path that we are asking for daily numerous times daily what is the straight path so firstly in this ayat allah taala in a very general way gives this to us اهدنا الصراط المستقيم يا الله guide us to the straight path this is not something that is now detailed that the straight path leading to jannah because that is the main straight path because this is meant to be totally comprehensive that the straight path in every single aspect of one's life the straight path to get to jannah that is obvious But during the course of one's journey in this life, 
the state part in every facet of that life. If a person has to go to work in the morning, then how to conduct that work correctly, that is the state part that is required. If he is doing business, how to conduct his business correctly, he requires a state part in that. If he is going to be going to his farm, he is a farmer, how to go about that in the correct way, he needs a state part in that regard. He is in some profession, he needs a state part in that direction. If he is dealing in any aspect of life, if he is a parent, then the straight path of how to deal as a parent, what is the requirement of dealing, for example, with justice in terms of how he deals with his children, or in terms of how he guides them towards Allah Ta'ala, in terms of how he conducts himself, what kind of role model he is, what example he shows, how often it happens that somebody is asking for some kind of advice. What is the advice he is asking for? That I want to somehow get rid of this habit of speaking vulgar languages. So now he is concerned, aware and conscious of the fact that what I am doing is wrong. And he is now asking for some advice and guidance of how can I give up this. So in the process as the discussion goes on, when he says, well I picked it up from my father. What kind of guidance are we giving in that regard to be the right role model? We need the state part in that. Or how does a person conduct himself as a child? No matter what his age may be, he's still a child. Of his parents, he's still a child. How does he conduct himself with his parents? He needs a state part in that regard. Otherwise, while on the one side, in the Hadith Sharif, Nabi Islam says that Al-Jannatu tahta aqdami ummahat Under the feet of the mother is Jannat That same mother can become the daughter of Jahannam for a person That same father can become the daughter of Jahannam By means of ill treatment of their parent By means of disregarding the respect and honor of their parent So that becomes a doorway to Jannat Meaning that treatment of their parent becomes a stepping stone to Jahannam So how to conduct himself in that regard? He needs the state path. He needs Sirat Mustaqim. He is a husband. How to conduct himself in that regard? Otherwise, he will come down to downright zulm. And he will think nothing about it. Don't even tickle his conscience. That, what am I doing? How am I conducting myself? And he won't even consider about putting himself in the same shoes. And had this been my daughter in somebody else's house, had this been the way she has been treated, my daughter has been treated in somebody else's house, what would have gone through my heart? This is also somebody's daughter, this is also somebody's sister, this is also somebody's niece. And he needs sirat mustaqim in that regard. And in anything and everything in life, where there is various ways in which he can perhaps be doing something, there's a right way, there's a wrong way. In every aspect of life where there are these choices, some choices are in order, some are not in order. He needs this guidance from the side of Allah Ta'ala to do what is right. The whole Quran Sharif, this is Suratul Fatiha, the whole Quran Sharif, the ulama explained 
is summarizing Ihdin al-Sirat al-Muslim. When it is said that Surah Al-Fatiha is the summary of the Qur'an Sharif, that too is summarized in Ihdin al-Sirat al-Mustafeel. And Sirat al-Ladhin an'amta alihim to the end. That the rest of the Qur'an Sharif is an explanation of this. That we require this guidance to the state path. Ya Allah, you guide us. You help us to get to the state path. Now what? To get to the destination. Now what is that a person asks somebody for directions how to get to the destination. The person gives him the directions that you leave from here and then you take the right turn and then you travel hundred meters and then you come to some stop street maybe and then you carry on then you come to another stop street and you take a right turn and you give him detailed directions and finally you come to your destination. So while sitting here he gives him the detailed direction. And another person he asks him that how do I get to a certain place? He says, come along. He holds him by the hand and he takes him and leaves him at his destination. The first is also guidance. The first is also a kind of hidayat. But in that, a person can still get lost. Takes the wrong turn. He was told the right direction, but he takes the wrong turn somewhere. But the second, he is taken and dropped off at the destination. There is no chance of falling astray. This is the hidayat and guidance that we are begging Allah for. Allah guide us to the straight path in that way that take us by the hand to the destination. And in every aspect of life. Now on the one hand, this is the dua that we are making. And this is the dua that we are making repeatedly. This is the dua that we are making every day, so many times a day. What is this dua teaching us? What it is teaching us is simply that that keep turning to Allah Ta'ala. When a person will keep turning to Allah Ta'ala and everything, then Allah Ta'ala will make the way out for him. No matter what it might be. Whether it is something that is a problem of dunya, whether it is something that has become an obstacle in his path to Jannah. He is now shackled in the group of sins. He is involved in whatever. In all these things, a person turns to Allah Ta'ala. Totally, completely, deeply, sincerely. In the Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala gives the incident of Yunus Ali Salatu Wasalam. Yunus Ali Salatu Wasalam, the Nabi of Allah Ta'ala, lengthy incident, any case, he was eventually something, whatever had to happen, had to happen, and he was made to jump out of this boat that he was traveling in, and this huge fish, this whale, whatever fish it might have been, swallowed him. Can you imagine a person inside the belly of a fish, deep down in the ocean? Living person inside the belly of a fish. Belly of a fish is a belly of a fish, and he's followed in this darkness. And if anybody wants to help him, they can't help him. Where are they going to even find this fish to start off with? And who's going to even be able to assist in this way? And in this depth of this ocean, inside the belly of this fish, outwardly it is only destruction. 
There can be no escape. There can be no way of saving oneself. Nusri Salatu Salam didn't lose hope. Allah Ta'ala mentions this in the Quran Shari. And he didn't lose hope. إِذْ ذَهَبَ مُغَادِمًا فَظَنَّ أَلَّا النَّقْدِرَ عَلَيْهِ فَنَادَ فِي الظُّلُمَاتِ In all these darknesses, the darkness of the night, or the darkness of the ocean, and then the darkness of the belly of this fish, what darkness that might be? Sometimes it's so dark a person can't see his own, own hand in front of his face. Now this must be darker than even that. Allah Ta'ala is saying, فَنَادَ فِي الظُّلُمَاتِ Allah ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu minal zalimin. La ilaha illa anta. Allah is none worthy of worship but you. And you are pure from every blemish, every fault. Inni kuntu minal zalimin. He is the Nabi of Allah Ta'ala. He is masoom. But the greater a person becomes in the sight of Allah Ta'ala, the closer he becomes to Allah Ta'ala, the more he is afraid. And he regards the slightest error also as a major thing. And the further a person is away, then the biggest thing he can commit also, he just shoes it away like a fly set on his nose. What happened now? Life carries on. Person commits major haram, thinks nothing about it. He takes away somebody's rights, thinks nothing about it. Harms somebody's honor and dignity, thinks nothing about it. Life carries on, nothing happened, what happened? Everything is fine. He must use his eyes. What happened? Nothing happened. He hurt somebody's feelings by swearing at them, his wife, or his parents sometimes, Allah forbid, what not goes on. And life carries on like nothing happened. Whereas the Amiya Ali Musalam, the slightest error, something totally in mistake, something that was not even intended, not something that was even a sin. Because they cannot commit sin. And just the slightest little error of some sort, misjudgment, and they are in total fear. Yunus alayhi salatu wasalam is telling Allah Ta'ala, فَنَادَا فِي ظُلُمَاتِ اللَّهِ إِلَّهَ إِلَّهَ أَنْ سُبْحَانَكَ إِنِّي كُنْتُ مِنَ الظَّالِمِينَ Allah, I am the oppressor. I am from among the oppressors. And he continued with this. Now he is a nabi of Allah Ta'ala. What strength of Iman he is making dua with? With what depth of the heart he is making dua with? Our situation is that for everything we want a shortcut. Dua to turn to Allah Ta'ala is something that if it comes, it will come last. If it comes, it will come last. The first, the shortest cut is one some is. One woman came, this topic is in any case, Hadina Sirat al-Mustaqim, one woman came, Hazrat Jambuhi Rahmatullahi and he, and she's saying that, I want one Taweez, Taweez for what? She says, when I comb my hair, and now, I try to take this path, middle path, it always never comes straight. I want the Taweez for this now. Taweez is a quick fix, quick fix for everything. So he replied and said, I don't know any Taoist for such a thing. So now some people just won't take no for an answer. And she is insistent that I'm not going to leave here without giving one Taoist for this. Then you don't get Taoist for these kind of things. So how can I find a Taoist like this? He said, well, whatever it is, you're going to have to give me one Taoist for this. 
He said, I spoke to myself, this, now, how am I going to get out of this situation? She's not in leaving, she's insistent. So eventually he thought about it and he wrote one piece of paper out and he wrote the Ihdina Sirat al Mustafim. I told her, put this on your head for a while, every day. Inshallah, the first day that she wrote back or came back to say, Alhamdulillah, from yesterday, it's coming right. In any case, this is by the word of Allah Dada. Taweez has its proper place as ilaj. It is something that is permissible to the extent of like medication. It's ilaj. In no hadith will find that if a person has a headache, he must take on panaro or something. Permissible. It's ilaj, provided it is not something against sharia. There isn't anything haram written in there. It's permissible to the extent of ilaj. But it is the quick fix for everything. That is something which is far away from the spirit of Sharia. Many a times a person will drive maybe thousands of kilometers also, will spend thousands of rands and will wait hours on Tawis, but in all the time you won't make dua for five minutes. Allah's Nabi Sallallahu was also affected by the Sihar, by this Jadu. This is mentioned in the Ahadith very clearly. But in the Hadith it is mentioned that when this was something that affected him, what did he resort to? He firstly resorted to, first treated it as a medical issue. But when it became apparent that this is not a medical issue, something beyond this, then in the hadith it comes, da'a, wa da'a, that he then resorted to du'a upon du'a. Who is this? This is the most, the greatest nabi of Allah. And when this became it, then he resorted to du'a upon du'a. How much du'a that must be? And eventually that du'a got answered. It got answered in the form of the last two surahs of the Qur'an Sharif. Surah Falak and Surah Nas. And this became the ilaj. And this became the treatment and the remedy. But this was the answer to this du'a upon du'a. Of who? Of Baad al-Khuda Buzruk Tu'i Qista Mukhtasar. Of that personality who after Allah Ta'ala has the greatest rank. Dua upon dua. So likewise, Yunus is in the belly of the fish and in the darknesses. And this is outwardly, apparently, only a matter of time now because before everything is over, before life comes to an end, outwardly there is no sign of any kind of escape. But a person who has Iman always has hope. Person who has Iman is never despondent. Allah says, don't ever become despondent of the mercy of Allah Ta'ala. Only those who don't have any faith become totally despondent of Allah Ta'ala's mercy. Yusuf is in the belly of this fish, in these darknesses. And there's no, nothing to eat in there, nothing to drink in there. There's no light in there. There's nobody to get any help from. But Allah Ta'ala is there. And he keeps turning to Allah Ta'ala. La ilaha illa anta subhanak inni kuntu minadhalimin. And for three days continuously this was his day and night. Who is he? A Nabi of Allah Ta'ala. And three days continuously, this is this minimum time that the Mufasirin explained. I'll explain even more than that. For three days continuously, this was the turning to Allah Ta'ala. 
This is the lesson that is being given. In Ihdina Sirat al-Mustaqim also. That we have been taught a dua. That you turn to Allah Ta'ala. And we need this guidance in everything. But you turn to Allah Ta'ala in everything. So he continued turning to Allah Ta'ala. And Allah Ta'ala says, when he continued turning to us, فَاسْتَجَبْنَا لَهُ فَنَجْجَيْنَاهُ مِنَ الْغَمْ Allah Ta'ala says, answer his dua. Allah Ta'ala himself has said, فُدْعُوا لِيَسْتَجِبْ لَكُمْ Call unto me, I will answer your dua. But our understanding of calling to Allah Ta'ala is, that we raise our hands one time, and we said some things, our mind was somewhere, our heart was somewhere else, and two, three times we made dua like that, and now we're waiting for man and salwa to descend from the heavens. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the greatest of the Anbiya of Allah Ta'ala, the greatest of the entire creation of Allah Ta'ala, the closest to Allah Ta'ala, his dua is being described as da'a wa da'a, that he made dua upon dua. How much of dua that would have been? What depth of that dua it would be? And eventually, that dua was answered. So likewise here also this dua was answered. Allah Ta'ala is giving us this whole incident in the Qur'an Sharif of Yunus Alayhi Salatu Wasalam. And the incidents of the Qur'an Sharif are not there for some kind of bedtime stories. It's not there for entertainment. These are principles. These incidents of the Anbiya Alayhi Salatu Wasalam are describing a principle of life. And here Allah Ta'ala opens it out that this is a principle. That فَنَجْ جَيْنَاهُ مِنَ الْغَمْ That we answer his dua and we gave him relief from this difficulty he was in. And then the principle Allah Ta'ala is giving very openly and clearly وَكَذَلِكَ نُنْجِ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ This is not something confined to him. It was something that was exclusive to him. وَكَذَلِكَ نُنْجِ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ in a like manner, we will give relief to the believers. Anyone till Qiyamah. Allah Ta'ala is for complete Qudrat over everything. Yunusalaam relying on that Qudrat of Allah Ta'ala. In the depth of that ocean, inside the belly of this fish, where it seemed that there was no way out, he didn't lose hope. And he kept on telling to Allah Ta'ala. And Allah Ta'ala brought that moment when he was now brought out of this and stay from this difficulty. So likewise, we need this guidance in everything of life. And therefore we have to keep turning to Allah Ta'ala to grant us this guidance. How to be able to handle situations correctly. Without this guidance, a person can't even understand sometimes a simple thing. He cannot go about very simple things in the correct way. Simple things of how to just maneuver through a situation without creating a problem. And he just blurts out something in the moment and feels well, I got it off my chest. But was that the right thing to do? Was that reducing the problem or increasing it? Now, without this hidayat, a person can't understand it. Without this guidance, he thinks I did a great thing. I said what I wanted to say and I said it as I wanted to say. And I hold back no punches. All these things that we try to appease ourselves with, I did the right thing. But is it the right thing? That's another issue altogether. To know whether it is the right thing or to really do the right thing, we need Allah Ta'ala's help. We need His guidance. There's a situation where a person now, one of two things, either he will display humility in that, or pride will overtake him. 
اہدن السراط المستقیم ہی از دا گائیڈنس فرام اللہ تعالی یا اللہ یو گائیڈ اس ٹو سیف پاتھ یو گائیڈ می ٹوز ہیومیلٹی سیو می فرام پرائڈ سیو می فرام ڈوئنگ تھنگز آؤٹ آف پرائڈ اینڈ ایروگنس ہی از کنفرنٹیڈ ود ا سچویشن وے دس حلال اینڈ دس حرام ای سمبڈی کمز اینڈ پٹ سم میٹ ان فرنٹ آف ہم دس از سلاٹڈ کریکٹلی حلال میٹ اینڈ دس واز سلاٹڈ بائی سم کافر this believer this haram meat what you taking halal or haram so he pushed this with force and he very upset about it la hawla wala quwwata illa billah what do you think about me this was started by some disbeliever and i was what i want to do la hawla wala quwwata illa billah and then somebody puts one gear in front of him here you get 1000 rand profit and you get 10000 rand profit this is halal this is haram Does he say, لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله with the same force? And then if it is 1 million on this side and 10,000 on this side? So now he's even not even looking at what's this side, what's halal. So why is the difference in how in those two pieces of meat were placed in front of him, with that anger he just pushed this aside, لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله. What do you think of me? Even putting this in front of me? So what is the difference between that haram meat and that haram 10 million? Both are haram. This is haram, that is haram also. But suddenly that now the person is saying, okay, let me give it a thought. Okay, I'll think of it, I'll let you know. He's even still, one is he dies headlong into it. If not, then he still wants to think over it. So this is the issue that in all these things we need that same guidance. We need to turn to Allah Ta'ala. We need to be begging from Him to guide us to the straight path in everything, in that business deal, in the way that we spoke to somebody, in the way that we dealt with our families, in the way that we conducted and performed our ibadah, in our akhlaq and character. And in everything of life, we are dependent on this hidayah. Without this hidayah, we are totally lost. So therefore this is what we are asking Allah Ta'ala in every prakat of every salah, اِحْدِنَ السِّرَاطَ الْمُسْتَقِيمِ Ya Allah guide us to the straight path. Now the straight path, what is the straight path? How will we know what is the straight path? The straight path is the rest of the Qur'an Sharif that is being given to us. The whole Qur'an Sharif is describing the straight path. But Allah Ta'ala says, giving us this prescription of how to ask for the straight path. That you want the straight path, Sirat al-Ladina an'amta alayhim. Ya Allah, guide me to the path of those whom you have showered your favor upon them. Whereas this is the path of the Qur'an Sharif. So the simple thing apparently would have been to say Sirat al-Qur'an. Ya Allah, guide me to the path of the Qur'an. And that is it. That is the reality. That we are being, we are asking to take the path of the Qur'an Sharif. Allah Ta'ala is telling us you ask it in these words. سِرَاطَ الَّذِينَ عَنْتَ عَلِيمٌ Ya Allah, the path of those whom you have shown your favor upon them. And who are these people عَنْتَ عَلِيمٌ In another ayah of the Qur'an Sharif, Allah Ta'ala explains it himself. الَّذِينَ عَنَ اللَّهُ عَلِيمٌ مِنَ النَّبِيِّينَ The Anbiya Alayhi Wasallam, they have moved on. There is no Nabi of Allah Ta'ala to come after Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He was the last and final message of Allah Ta'ala. So the Anbiya Alayhi Wasallam, they have gone on. But the guidance of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is still ready. They in front of us. 
But then together Allah Ta'ala says, مِنَ النَّبِيِّينَ وَالصِّدِّقِينَ Siddiqeen is the Siddiq, is that person who has reached the rank of Siddiq, which is the rank that is after Nubuat. Where his inner and outer self, every single part of him is totally submitted to Allah Ta'ala. And then in that also there is no, there, there's a world of difference between the ranks of Siddiq and Siddiq. One is Siddiq Akbar radiallahu anh, Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu anh, until Qiyamah there will be Siddiqs also. But who can even smell the rank of Abu Bakr radiallahu anh? But this is the class of people that Allah Ta'ala will keep producing till Qiyamah. Allah Ta'ala is saying, they are asked to be following in the path of the Siddiqeen. That those whose words and deeds are always in conformity. In other words, their words are always in conformity to Allah Ta'ala's command and their deeds also match it. In public and in private, there is no disparity between their public lives and their private lives in the sense that both are in total submission to Allah Ta'ala. Outwardly in the presence of people also, they are totally submissive to Allah Ta'ala and they are conducting themselves correctly. And when suddenly the person is alone, nothing has changed. Because people are not there, but that Allah who he was in front of in the presence of people, that Allah is still watching him. In his privacy also, he is in front of Allah Ta'ala. In public also in front of Allah Ta'ala. And therefore the numbers won't make any difference to him, I'm in front of one person, in front of a thousand people, he'll still conduct himself the same, in front of nobody outwardly, then to his still the same, in front of Allah Ta'ala. So, minan nabiyyeen wa siddiqeen wa shuhada, and those who gave the ultimate sacrifice, that they gave their lives also for Allah Ta'ala. So, not that just they gave their lives, but at the last moment, throughout their lives, they were sacrificing their life for Allah Ta'ala. All the time, they were sacrificing this desires, whatever temptations, and slaughtering it for the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala. That too was a shahadat. And finally they gave their lives. And was salihin, the pious servants of Allah Ta'ala, who are all the time obedient to Allah Ta'ala. So the issue is that we are asking for the path that leads to Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala says, ask for the path of these people. The lesson in this is that to get to the destination this will be always the system that we will have to follow in the path of the people of Allah Ta'ala. They're always, from the time Allah Ta'ala sent down Kitabullah, the book of Allah Ta'ala, there was always Rijalullah, the people of Allah Ta'ala that came along with them. There was Anbiya Ali Musallatu Wasalam that came and taught the book of Allah Ta'ala. And that system will remain. Anbiya Ali Musallatu Wasalam, the door of Rabuah is closed. But Allah Ta'ala will keep creating Ahlul Bar throughout the world who will guide the servants of Allah Ta'ala. So a person who decides to do it on his own, I don't need to follow anybody's direction. I don't, don't need to ask any mufti for the for fatwa or anything. I can do my own thing. I can open the sources myself. Everything is now translated and available at the press of a button. So what need do I have to start asking around? I don't have any need for that. So this concept of I don't have any need for it is totally against what is being given to us in 
سراط الدین انعم تعلیم ان سراط الدین انعم تعلیم وی آر آسکنگ فار دا پاتھ آف دوز ہو یو ول فالو ٹو گیٹ رائٹلی گائیڈ پاتھ آف پیپل ہم اللہ تعالیٰ ہیز فیور سو دس کانسیپٹ آف آئی ول بی ایبل ٹو ڈو اٹ آن مائی اون آئی ڈونٹ نیڈ ٹو ریفر ٹو اینی بڈی دس از دا کانسیپٹ آف ڈیویشن دس از دا کانسیپٹ آف گوئنگ فار آف دا ٹریک فار آف سراط مستقیم سراط مستقیم دس از اے اسٹیٹ پارٹ ٹو اللہ تعالیٰ اینڈ مفسرین ایکسپلین ڈے آف قیامت دے ول بی دس پور سراط دس برج اوور جہنم That bridge over Jahannam is the Sirat-e-Mustaqeem in dunya. Person who walks straight in dunya on Sirat-e-Mustaqeem, he'll cross over the Sirat on over Jahannam straight into Jannah he'll go without any difficulty because he walks straight in dunya. So he'll walk with ease straight over that bridge also. So the lesson we learn here is that we are totally dependent on this guidance of Allah Ta'ala and we need to keep turning to Allah Ta'ala. Now this is something we have to recite in our salah every day. In order for that salah to be valid, the first thing a person has to do is has to make the intention of that salah. He performed, we performed Isha salah, if a person came and they said Allah Akbar. He had no intention in his heart what he's doing. He didn't even know whether he's performing salah or what. Everybody said Allah Akbar, he said Allah Akbar. Parrot also, he put it somewhere in the corner, he'll say Allah Akbar. <laughs> the parrot saying Allah Akbar didn't bring it to the salah. Somebody who doesn't even have any idea of what he's doing. Person came for the first time, not even probably Muslim. And he saw everybody saying Allah Akbar, heard them saying, so he said Allah Akbar. No salah will happen. So the start was that there was an intention. That I want to perform my Isha Salah. Whether it was said verbally, or it was just in the heart, but the intention was there. That's the intention, that's necessary. Without that intention, no salah took place. So there was an intention. Then there was an effort. Person had to go and make wudu. He had to come to the masjid. He had to raise his hands, he had to stand up in Qiyam, he had to make this effort. So he had that intention of Salah, and he made that effort. And now with that intention and effort, Allah Ta'ala is saying, make dua also. Are you big of me also? So now he is making dua also. Ihdina sirat al-mustaqeem, sirat al-ladheena an'amta alayhim. So this intention, this effort and dua, all these three things go hand in hand. Firm determination that I want to reach Allah Ta'ala. I want to become rightly guided. I want to be away from all sins. I want to have my akhlaq correct. I want to be able to deal with humility. I want to be able to have that compassion and kindness. I want to talk sweet words which Nabi Sallallahu has emphasized so greatly. I want to respect my parents properly. I want to deal with my wife the way Nabi Sallallahu has taught. I want to be with, acting with justice all the time. I want to fulfill Hukukullah and Hukukullibad. I want to perform my Salah correctly. I want to fulfill all the Ibadah right, that determination. So that first is that determination, that intention we have to make before Salah. Now this determined intention from the depth of the heart, I want to do this. But then together with that intention, a person intends he wants to go to Makkah Sharif, but he's going now, he wants to travel to the East, but he's Walking towards the west, and now he's making dua, Ya Allah, take me to the east. Walking to the west, he'll end up in the west. Now we want to follow everything else, and then don't want to have the intention to come towards the right path, but the person is still making dua. Determination is not there. 
there's no intention, there's no wish, there's no talab, there's no desire that I want to do the right things. The person is asking. So the thing is, it starts off with this determination. And then this effort. And together with that effort, this dua. And these three things are coupled together, Allah Ta'ala out of His grace and mercy will open the way forward for the person. He says that this is something as a tajruba, as a experience, that everything, there is effect in it. But certain things, one understands its effect through experience, that it has a specific effect in a specific manner. So it is something that's linked to experience, there's no need to now dig up some kind of proof for this. Experience is fine, provided that it is within the framework of Sharia. It's not something out of the framework of Deen. You see, the experience has proved that a person, no matter what his situation be, what sin he might be engulfed in, and he feels that this is something that cannot come out of my life, or how much he is trying to do something right, and that's just not working out. So he starts making this dua sincerely. Repeatedly, daily, for 40 days. Daily, from the, from the depth of his heart. Now, one is like how the parrot also, if it hears somebody saying, Ihdina Sirat al Mustafim 20 times, 30 times, it learns it. Then the parrot will carry on saying it too. You say it for 40 days, you say it for 80 days too. But the parrot saying it is the parrot saying it. There's nothing in the heart of the parrot. The day the cat gets hold of the parrot, then it won't say, La ilaha illallah. Though it said that La ilaha illallah is. Lifetime, maybe a thousand times too. Mm. When that thing comes in the cat's mouth, it will start squawking. Because in the heart of the parrot, in its nature, it's only that. There's no lai 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 That lai 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 is in the tongue only. Mm. So when it is in the heart, that is a different thing. So likewise, one is now just reciting it just unmindfully, not even knowing what one is saying, or how many times, whether one even recited it or not. No, asking from Allah Ta'ala. Begging Allah Ta'ala. Like a person who is in desperation, and in desperation he is begging. Now this is the only thing that can now work out, he has to get this from whoever he is begging from. So with that desperation, a person begs Allah Ta'ala daily, repeatedly, that the 40 days will not pass, and he will find that what he was begging for has worked out. With the will of Allah Ta'ala and his father and karam. He says this is experience. But it requires that with this khushu, with this depth of, from the depth of the heart, in this manner a person keeps begging Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala will grant him that which he has been begging for. That which he was trying to get out of his whole life, Allah Ta'ala will make that possible to come out of it. That which he couldn't inculcate in his life all these years, Allah Ta'ala will make that possible to inculcate. So this is the dua one is now even at other times, in our salah, unfortunately we just go bask, by and just read past it without even knowing what we came through and what we passed. And our salah also consciously asking Allah Ta'ala, asking for this guidance. And outside salah also, repeatedly asking for this guidance and making the effort for this guidance. So that determination that we want this guidance, making dua for it, and together with that, the effort for hidayah, the effort for this guidance, that with these three things, Allah Ta'ala out of His grace will make it possible Allah Ta'ala grant all, all of us complete hidayat. Allah Ta'ala make us His true and obedient servants. Allah Ta'ala keep us with Iman, take us with Iman, and raise us with Amadi of Qiyamah with Iman. Wa akhiru ta'awana alhamdulillahi wa
میرے مولا میری مدد کر چاہتا ہوں میں تیری پناہ ملسا خلق میں کوئی نہیں کو بد کردار ناماسیاں تو بھی مگر غفار ہے یار بخشتے میرے سارے گناہ اب تو رہے بستا میں آخر ورد زبائے میرے ہلا لا اللہ
great good qualities that he taught us, Ya Allah. May Allah purify us from all the evils, Ya Allah. May Allah remove the pride, the arrogance, the malice, the jealousy, Ya Allah. Ilahu alamin, Ya Allah. Remove hard-heartedness from us, Ya Allah. May Allah remove disrespect from our lives, Ya Allah. Ilahu alamin, Ya Allah. Grant us all the best of dunya and the best of akhirat, Ya Allah. And at the time of our death, take us to the kalima, La ilaha illallah. Muhammadur Rasulullah. And take us on iman and kamil, Ya Allah. And take us on tawbat and tasuh, Ya Allah. And take us at the times that you are pleased with us and we are pleased with you, Ya Allah. And let's save us from advantage, Ya Allah. And let's save us from death in a place of sin, Ya Allah. And let's save us from death in a condition of sin, Ya Allah. Ilahu alamin, let us forever be in your obedience, Ya Allah. So that Malakul Mord doesn't find us in a condition of sin, Ya Allah. Ilahu alamin, Ya Allah. Make our covered gardens of Jannah, Ya Allah. Grant us the shafat of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And let him be happy to see us on that day, Ya Allah. And grant us the water of course and from his Mubarak hand, Ya Allah. And give us Jannah to fill those without any reckoning, Ya Allah. Ilahu alamin, Ya Allah. All those who have passed away from our family. Throughout the Ummah, Allah make their complete Maksirat, Ya Allah. Even the highest stages in the Akhirat, Ya Allah. Ilahu Alamin, Ya Allah. All those who ask us to make dua for them, Allah, we grant them the best of dunya and the best of Akhirat, Ya Allah. Remove all their difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. Ilahu Alamin, Ya Allah. All those who have raised their hands to this dua. Ya Allah is the road to unseen, Ya Allah. And you know each one's worries and difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. You know each one's fires aspirations, Ya Allah. And I remove each one's difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. Fulfill each one's needs from the grave, Ya Allah. Fulfill each one's fires aspirations, Ya Allah. Grant the best of dunya and the best of akhirah to each one, Ya Allah. Ilahu alamin, Ya Allah. Allah, we've gathered for you alone, Ya Allah. We've come to gain you, Ya Allah. Ilahu alamin, fill our hearts with your mahimah, Ya Allah. Allah, fill our hearts with your recognition, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with your muhabbat, Ya Allah. Ilahu alamin, remove the muhabbat of dunya, Ya Allah. Allah, remove the muhabbat of things, Ya Allah. Allah, remove the muhabbat of haram, Ya Allah. Ilahu alamin, fill our hearts with your muhabbat, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with the muhabbat of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allah, fill our hearts with the muhabbat of deen, Ya Allah. Allah, put the great love for deen in our hearts, Ya Allah. Put the love of salah in our hearts, Ya Allah. The love of the tilawah of the Quran Sharif in our hearts, Ya Allah. The love of zikr and dua in our hearts, Ya Allah. Allah, fill our hearts with your love, Ya Allah. Ilahu alamin, Ya Allah. Grant us the best of dunya and the best of akhirat, Ya Allah. And all the good that Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam for. Ya Allah, we also begging for all the good, Ya Allah. Whatever the beast, now some sort of refuge from, Ya Allah, you grant us protection as well, Ya Allah. اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم ربنا تقبل منا تقبل منا تقبل منا إنك أنت السبي العليم وتب علينا يا مولانا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وأصحابه أجمعين سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله